Break away the angle, stay banging like that 808. Main event, don't pay to play. I do it in a major way. Break away the- Today, I'm here with a fellow podcaster, a businessman, and a music producer. He can most commonly be found online by the name of Leezy or Leezy the Gifted. He's currently on episode 37 of his podcast, Big Talk with Leezy, which can be found on both iTunes and Spotify. He's also a basketball coach for ASA Prime. He loves to inspire not only the kids, but anyone who's in need of motivation or advice. He's grossed his online following to currently 350 SoundCloud followers, 1.3 thousand YouTube subscribers, and 13,000 Instagram followers. (laughs) His new single, (laughs) you didn't even know, (laughs) his new single, Always On, is currently available, and I'm sure there's many, many more on the way. Today I'm here with my guy, Lee Lipin. Thank you for being here, my man. (laughs) (laughs) You surprised me with all that. I was like, for real? I didn't even know. Learned some things, yeah. Bro, that's so crazy. Like, you just really did your research. That's so sick. <laughs> I, mean, I, got on, for sure. I just put that always on out yesterday. Uh-huh. Yeah. Man, that's legit. Thank you, man. I'm vibing I'm already. You know, there you go. You get the you get the little shout out real, real quick. Oh, I know. Here. Good looks, yeah. bro. I appreciate that. How are you doing, man? I'm good. I'm really mm-hmm. good. Hella busy, more positive than I've ever been. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, life's hella crazy. That's oh, yeah. a complicated question. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we get literally yeah, like yeah. we get we could talk the whole podcast just on that, but mm-hmm. I'm good. Uh-huh. I'm good. So I'll let you I did I did kind of my intro on you. Of course I don't fully know you that much yet. So now I'll let you do like a little spiel to everybody. Right. Um so for sure, yeah. I mean I'm Leezy the Gifted. You can call me Lee or Leezy, whatever, big Leezy, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I do music, like I've been writing songs for ever, like for ten years, been producing for almost two years. Oh. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I do music, but I do, like, I don't know, you kind of gave me a good intro, like, uh-huh. Trevor said, you know, I, I, I coach basketball, because I love coaching basketball, I love kids, and, yeah, I'm looking to inspire people, I want to impact millions of people, mm-hmm. and uh, I want to make millions of dollars at the same time, so, like, I don't yeah. know, there's a lot more we'll get into, but, yeah, yeah that's yeah. pretty much the quick intro. Hell yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. So, in terms of, so, like, would you say, like, the most important thing, like, in your life is like music like that's the thing that you've been going on about or like yeah i mean that's like the main thing mm-hmm. i just don't want to quit i'm addicted to making music like uh-huh. i'm obsessed with making music because it's yeah. like it's the way i express myself uh-huh. so and i'm also obsessed with improvement mm-hmm. so both those things work perfectly with making music uh, however i have started doing other stuff like i want to do other things not mm-hmm. just music yeah so but yeah music's kind of I don't know, how do you say it? Like the core, like the core. bread and yeah, butter. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know, Jay-Z said this. Like I heard Jay-Z say this. His manager, years ago, his manager walked into the studio and they're blasting music, making uh-huh. blasting beats. And the manager's trying to tell him something about like some kind of business deal. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to tell Jay-Z, like he can't talk because the beats are so damn loud. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to tell Jay-Z, hey, turn it down a little bit. You know, turn the... Uh-huh. And Jay-Z's like, what? Like, we don't turn the music down. He goes, the music is everything. Mm-hmm. And he went on to explain, like, there would be no business deals without the music. There'd be nothing mm-hmm. else. Okay. And then I heard Kevin Durant say on Bill Simmons' podcast, uh-huh. same thing. Because Kevin Durant does all these tech investments yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's like, there'd be no investments without my basketball career. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't who I was as a basketball player, there'd be no other... There'd be nothing else. Damn. So the so and Katie's managed by Rock Nation, which is Jay Z. So I'm sure he'd love yeah, that yeah. direct. So it's like the same with me. Like, yeah, like I have other stuff going on, but yeah. like the music is the core because I feel like that's it's free for people to listen to it, and it's like the most entertaining thing that I do. Yeah. So yeah, the music is definitely like mm-hmm. the core thing. Yeah. You say it's like the most fun thing that you like. If yeah. you could do anything at any point in time, if you had a choice, it would be like music. Exactly. Like yeah. I would do music. It used to be just writing lyrics and rapping. Now uh-huh. I make beats and produce and play Damn, the piano. Yeah. And 
produce for other people. So now it's like both of those things, like writing lyrics, like making songs and then producing for other people. Yeah. So Damn. I'm trying to center it around all of that. Uh-huh. Yep. You got that whole arsenal going with that whole tool belt of music stuff. Huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, I had to build it, bro. Like, I mean, go. for seven years, I didn't like forever. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just started producing, like I said, about two years ago. And oh, wow. then I've been mm-hmm. playing the piano for about a year. Uh-huh. So like I needed to, bro. Like I had to, if I was, I've, when I was only rapping, it just, it, dude. It's like it's same with basketball. Like there's like a funnel. It's same with anything. Mm-hmm. There's a there. It's like it's like a funnel. Or mm-hmm. what do you call? It? Yeah, it's like a funnel. Like at the bottom, at, at the top, everybody can do it. Like anybody yeah, can just start okay. rapping. Anyone yeah. can buy one of these mics and start rapping, uh-huh. right? And like write lyrics. Mm-hmm. That's it. But yeah. then you have to start funneling down to okay, who's actually good at it, and then mm-hmm. you can funnel down to like who's like singing maybe, and then you can funnel mm-hmm. down to like who has original beats. Okay. Right? Like, yeah, not yeah. even if they make the beat, but if someone... But anyway, mm. you just funnel and funnel and funnel until you get to a point where, you know, then there's the greats at the very, like, yeah, very yeah. bottom. Mm. And I was I'm, I was like, okay, like, if I up my skills, if I produce music, if I... Not just, by the way, not just make beats. Play mm. piano and make beats. Because okay. a lot of producers don't play the piano. They don't uh-huh. know music theory. Because you can do, like, a lot of programming on your computer yeah. with no knowledge of music theory. Mm. And so I said, no, I don't want to... I want to start that way, but I knew that I wanted to play the piano and create my own sound. Yeah. So I was like, okay, now I understand music theory, which really makes me understand the whole creative process. So I'm just trying to get down in that funnel. Like I'm trying yeah. to put myself down in that funnel to where mm. I'm trying to be one of the greats, not just a rapper anymore. So now like, yeah, so like you were talking about that tool belt, like huh. I had to develop that because yeah. I knew my music career was not moving in the right direction or mm-hmm. it was, but it wasn't going where I wanted it, where to, you go. Want it to be. No, yeah, it wasn't. Exactly. I wasn't yeah. doing enough. I wasn't getting enough out of it. Yeah. I didn't see if the, I didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh-huh. And then I was like, well, what if I produce music? Like if I make all my own music mm-hmm. and I can release songs frequently and produce for other people, I can make money there and release my own music. So I just thought, mm-hmm. okay, like I see a better route that way. Yeah. As, so yeah, like that's why, like you didn't ask, but that's why I had to develop that tool okay, belt. Yeah. Like I had to do it, you know? No, that's dope. Wow. Yeah. So what did you, what were you doing like before, because you said like before you were producing, you were just like writing lyrics and like rapping and stuff. So how would you, like, were you putting songs together or were you just writing just for fun? No, I, I've released hella music. Uh-huh. Like, for the first seven years, I've released like, mm-hmm. I don't know how many songs, but so, like a lot. So how did that happen? Like, were you getting beats from like other people? Or yeah, like, I was like, okay. well, when I first, first, first started, I just uh-huh. took beats off of YouTube, which yeah. everybody does. Mostly beats from famous songs that okay. I wanted to try, oh, my, okay, try yeah. at my try my style at, yeah. but then I eventually was like, okay, I'll, I'll find a, a type beat, which means like you type in like freaking uh, J. Cole type beat, and okay. it's not a song that's famous, but it's like a producer it's made like, it. Okay. Yeah, and uh-huh. I still stole those off YouTube. Yeah. Then I was like, okay, I'm going to link up with a producer, so I linked up with a local producer uh-huh. who he made his own beats, like original, and he was hooking me up with that. Uh-huh. Then I linked up with, uh, then I went back to stealing beats and then or i got bought a few but mostly yeah, yeah. stealing them okay and then i went to another producer uh, when i was in chico state and okay he he produced for me too on like a whole new level um and mixed and mastered mm-hmm. so yeah and those were the two main and then there was a third producer who i was paying for just mixing and mastering mm-hmm. uh and recording time and he was in a town of paradise which unfortunately paradise is like non-existent. I don't. I haven't mm. talked to him since everything that happened yeah. with the fires. Mm-hmm. But um, you know. So anyway. But before all that, obviously, I worked with yeah. him. Mm-hmm. So I've had like three like main, main, main producers that I worked with on yeah. different stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, and and now 
Yeah, yeah. Now I do it all. That's basically that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So you mentioned something, something that I couldn't obviously couldn't find in my research. You went to Chico State. Yeah. And that brings something up that I was thinking of bringing in here, but I didn't quite. And I'll put you a little bit on the spot. Totally. In the changing world that we have nowadays with college and everyone's like, is it worth it? And like, it's getting more expensive. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long ago you were, you know, actually in college. But what was your what was your college experience like? And do you have like an opinion on kids going to college nowadays and like, yeah. all the different. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm glad you asked. So mm-hmm. I so I graduated May 2017 from Chico State. Okay. So I have a bachelor's degree in business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to DVC before that though. I okay. DVC for three years, then Chico oh. State for three. Uh, I could have done it faster, but I love Chico. I didn't want to leave. So yeah, I was like, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do another year. There you go. So I did another year. Uh, uh, my experience. So it's super cool that you asked. I was mm-hmm. just listening to. I just did a podcast with a f- friend of mine who's a teacher. Okay. And I was talking about education with him. A college um, professor? Or? He's No, he's an elementary school special ed teacher. Okay. I think oh, he does wow. middle school too. But yeah. uh, but like I was when I was driving here, yeah. I was listening to the part where I'm talking about education. So it's oh, okay. fresh in my mind. Oh, it's there cool you go. You Perfect. Damn. So yeah, my stance on education, like, okay. <laughs> education is, uh, you know, I don't want to do, I don't want to. I don't want to make people stray away from going to school. Yeah, of course not. I'm not the one to say it's a waste of time because mm-hmm. it depends on what type of person you are. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, for me personally, like, okay, so my experience with school, I had a really not good time with school and I'm very, I, I'm bitter on my own experience of school. Mm-hmm. And so like, how do I explain this? Like, yeah, I, I, I hate the way certain things work. I think mm-hmm. like, elementary school is important because you're learning like yeah. foundational skills of your life yeah one plus one freaking you know what i mean multiplication yeah. stuff that yeah. you really need reading mm-hmm. writing like you need to know that stuff yeah, with that course stuff yep and middle school too like you start learning like i don't know middle school i feel like is also pretty important because you mm-hmm. get you get more complicated with the reading yeah. uh-huh. um and the writing you start doing group projects a little bit i think um but then high school comes and to me we we I, I really think there's a, I said this in one of my sco- in one of my songs the school system has an education issue and what I mean by that is like I don't think that I think we're trying to fit this one template of teaching mm-hmm. people yeah. to to hundreds of millions of people mm-hmm. it just doesn't work that way yeah. you can't fit one thing to hundreds of millions of people mm-hmm. you know I I also I believe in hard work mm-hmm. but I believe in hard work that has a purpose okay and so. And what, what I'm trying to think about in my head is like, I believe in being happy. Mm-hmm. I believe in being happy. And there's a difference between working hard and being happy mm-hmm. and being lazy and being happy and working hard and being miserable. So yeah. like, like, and, and I'm, this is long winded, but like in school mm-hmm. to me, my experience was hard work and being miserable, mm-hmm. which we end, which a lot of us go through after we're done with school. Yeah. Right. We go get a job. We work hard and we're miserable. Yeah. And then you die miserable. Uh-huh. Why do you want to do that? I don't mm-hmm. understand why that's like, why do we have to have that path? Why are we crafted for that? Yeah. And when I say miserable, what I mean is number one, learning things that I'm not interested in learning that mm-hmm. aren't important. Yeah. And when I say not important Anybody can argue with me. I don't think that learning about photosynthesis and plants is important mm-hmm. to Lee. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not important to me. Mm-hmm. I don't remember any of it. Yeah. I don't think learning exact dates of which battle in the, in the Revolutionary War happened. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Learning about the Revolutionary War is important and the Civil War. Knowing that mm-hmm. stuff is important. But then we get into this so the freaking... details. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I really disagree with that. Um, you know, I remember my junior year of high school... 
or uh, no, yeah, yeah, my junior year of high school, our whole English year was like MLA formatting. For those of yeah. us who don't know, like MLA is like the way you format a paper, like where you put your name, like top mm-hmm. left, and like the page number is over yeah. here. It's just like my, almost my entire, and then how to write a bibliography. Yeah. How to like. That just like my whole, almost my whole junior year of, of school, my English class was that. Yeah. And when I was done with my, with that year, I go, bro, we read like two, maybe two books. Mm-hmm. I don't think I wrote any meaningful papers. Uh-huh. I did no research. Yeah. It was all MLA formatting, bro. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't do MLA formatting. Like no millionaires uh-huh. are doing MLA formatting. What the hell are you, t- why are you yeah. doing this to us? Yeah. So I hated that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I, there's just so many things I disagree with with how education goes. Mm-hmm. There's so many, bro. I'm yeah. gonna keep going, honestly. Fuck okay. <laughs> like I hate, I hate uh, um, page. What's it called? Page requirements. Five page paper, mm-hmm. yeah. bro. Do you know how many students? Like, bro, my my senior year on my friggin' what's it called? Uh, senior, senior project. project yeah. yeah, bro. It was supposed to be like fifteen to twenty pages. Uh-huh. I went in and found all the periods and increased the font to 14. All the periods. I like found any kind of comma and period and I increased the font of those and it gave uh-huh. me two extra pages. Yeah. It's just like, and then like I did the spacing a little bit higher. Yeah. But I got to be on that. And it's just like, that's the stuff that's going to happen when mm. you put these weird, it's got to be 15 pages. Yeah. That's the stuff that happens. And then a lot of fluff, like a lot of kids waste words. And yeah. like I, I learned a lot about how to waste words. Yeah. How, yeah. To, how to take a thought of, I went to the store to, you know, I walked all the way to the store, which was, and just round about just to add. Yeah. Yeah. To me, waste of time, waste of thought. Mm -hmm. I know when it comes to business and communicating stuff and writing emails, nobody wants an email that's four fucking paragraphs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so there's that, like, there's so many of those things that I disagree Mm -hmm. with. Um, the, the whole, the whole, and then you get to college. We have classes that are an hour and 45 minutes, bro. I have to, oh, yeah. or yeah, yeah, no, it's an hour and 45 or I think it's an hour and 15 actually, hour 15. Oh, really? okay. 1030 to, yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. hour and 15 minutes of sitting in a chair, listening to someone talk for that long for yeah. an hour and 15 straight. Yeah. Bro, what? Yeah. So we retain like 10% of what we hear, I think. Mm-hmm. Make it yeah. something like we retain 10% of what we hear. Mm-hmm. So out of that hour, yeah. I don't know what 10% of an hour and 15 is, but what is it? Five, ten minutes or fifteen minutes? It's like something around that. It's yeah. just it's just ridiculous to yeah. me. Why why we even why are we even doing this to us? Like why yeah. are you doing this to us? Then we've got the textbook companies. Like I think the textbook companies should be like they should be put to trial. Like I'd love to like get rich and sue the textbook companies. Uh-huh. You're making me pay 150 bucks for a book, and at the end of the semester when I return it, I either can't return it or you give me three dollars back. Yeah. What are you doing? Luckily, we have Chegg, but just the point is, bro, there's so many freaking issues I have. Yeah, yeah. And so my experience was not, like, good. It was mm-hmm. negative. Like, yeah. like, my freshman year, I got kicked off the basketball team because I didn't make grades. My sophomore year, I didn't make grades. This was high school? Or yeah, high school. High school. High school. I didn't play college basketball. Okay. Um, uh, got to college. Like, I, I did cool in college. Like, I got my 2.0s, like, because mm-hmm. it was college. Then I was like, I'm not going to freaking yep. do it because that's, that's a little bit... But it's a little bit more important. Like you can't, yeah. you can't not freaking. When you're doing college, it's just different. You can't, you can't be on academic probation. Like yeah. it's just not a good idea. Yeah. With with high school, they like kind of make you like like I did that. I didn't get. I got below a two zero in high school two times, and it was like a really, 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 really bad. It was like really bad. Yeah. Freshman year, I failed English, uh-huh. and then I had to take summer school. Mm-hmm. Bro, that was one of the. I liked summer school. It was okay. Like the teacher mm-hmm. was cool. The class was easy, but yeah. like. 
all that time. Eight weeks, eight a.m. Yeah. to three p.m. like of a summer, bro. Yeah. That was so weak. Like, mm-hmm. anyways, man, like stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, education is. But again, mm-hmm. even after all of that, even after all yeah. my negative experiences, I still wouldn't say don't go to college. I still yeah. wouldn't say don't finish high school. If you want to go to college, there's a lot of positives. Like my yeah. experience at. I had I had fun at DVC. All my homies went to DVC. We worked on music together. We lived near each other. Chico State was the three best years of my life. I had an amazing mm-hmm. time. Yeah. I met hella good friends. I worked on the basketball team. I was the manager. Oh, and yeah. like I'm still really connected with Coach Clink. I'm still very connected with guys who are on that team. One of my best friends, Keith Datu, played for that team. Like wow. so many like positive things yeah, at Chico yeah, State. Yeah. I got to live on my own with four other dudes mm-hmm. in a house. We had hella fun and just so like so many po- I learned a lot about I grew from those three years at Chico because mm-hmm. of my social skills I'm yeah. around 16,000 18 to 25 year olds yeah like so I learned like how to be like more social than I was already mm-hmm. before yeah um I got really mature bro like if you don't do your laundry it's bad like we have <laughs> yeah. one washer dryer for all five of us mm-hmm. you know what I mean we have one sink for all five of us we have mm-hmm. one refrigerator if I don't do my dishes, which by the way was frequent, I had a bad habit of not, okay. your roommates are going to get pissed at you. Yeah. My parents, it's different. When your parents get mad, it's like, oh, come on, mom and dad. Mm-hmm. But when it's like roommates who you just met, you pay rent together, it's like, it's it feels worse when you don't do your dishes. Mm-hmm. I had to learn how to do my freaking dishes. I had to learn how to clean my room. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I have a girlfriend. We met at Chico State. Uh-huh. You, you, okay. I'm not going to not, like... It's more embarrassing, like when your girlfriend comes over and your like laundry's not put away. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. it's just weak. Yeah. So I learned about how to be mature, but that had nothing mm-hmm. to do with school. Yeah, like the school part, like the business part, was really shocking. Like I was in entrepreneurship specifically, yeah. mm-hmm. bro. I love the teachers, but we are, we're wasting a lot of time in that program. Mm-hmm. We yeah. learned about HR. We learned about supply chain management, which is like a really complex math class. Okay, we learned. Finance is important, but it's like the way it's taught. Like it's all these nitty gritty math things that I still don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's like, it's like, why aren't we learning anything about email marketing? Why yeah. aren't we learning anything about social media marketing? Uh-huh. I never learned one thing about Facebook ads. I never even yeah. saw a Facebook ad, the back end of a Facebook ad until after college yeah. when I was like, okay, I need to learn that. Yeah. yeah. So I started. So in the first year I graduated, I learned more for free about business on YouTube uh-huh. than I did all six years of college. It's not even close. Now that I'm actually applying it, it's like, mm-hmm. bro, it's dumb. Like I learned so much more. Yeah. But I'm like, I could have learned a lot if we had learned the right stuff yeah. at, at, at Chico State. Like, And I love yeah. Chico State, but the business entrepreneurship program, like, I feel like certain classes need to be fixed. Uh-huh. Like entrepreneurship is a whole like world that's literally like anti... It's like the concept of entrepreneurship is like the exact opposite of the concept of school. Mm-hmm. So I don't even understand. I like, I should have yeah. thought of that. It's, it shouldn't be taught in school. Like, yeah. It shouldn't be taught. We, they should call it like corporate business or, or, or mm-hmm. business, something else. Just bro. like by each They one. shouldn't call yeah. it entrepreneurship. Cause it's, it's like entrepreneurs, like it's just different. Like entrepreneurship was the name of it. Business administrations with a concentration in entrepreneurship. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. it's not like, I don't think it was bad. I understand it's a, it was a brand new program. Uh-huh. So like, and like, bro, a lot of my teachers were super sick. Like I love all those, all those people. Like I mm-hmm. still like want to connect with all them. Uh-huh. 
But do the concepts, bro. I just it's just why why are you why am I taking a supply chain management yeah. class, dude? What yeah. if I have an all digital business? Then there's uh-huh. no supply chain management. Yeah. What if I'm a solopreneur? There's people who are millionaires by themselves. Yeah. What now now do I need HR? Mm-hmm. Like it just yeah. I don't know, man. I wish they would have helped us figure out our path yeah. rather than this is how people do it, you can do it this way. It's yeah. like, why don't you help it should have been more about dis- I feel like it should have been more about like self-discovery of your business like how to take mm-hmm. what you're passionate about and make money off of it okay but yeah. like so that's my experience bro very mm-hmm. long-winded but like that's my experience with education i mm-hmm. still don't think you shouldn't go to college it just depends on who you are yep you know so so yeah that's that's go. my thoughts on college damn that's awesome yes yeah. i i share pretty much all of like the same beliefs when it comes to that like mm-hmm. yeah each individual person like i've always talked about I'm oh god I'm just naturally a, like a visual and a physical learner okay. and like there are some people who can just retain information by sitting in those hour lectures they just like it just goes into their ears and they like absorb it into their brain mm-hmm. like that you know you know better on those people because like yeah. I wish I could do that but right. like I'm a physical learner and so like for me it's yeah, like lectures just don't work mm-hmm. which yeah but I, I agree with li- like literally everything you said oh dope um, so wait so you're 18 years old right uh yep so are you are you in college right now first year DVC okay yeah. DVC is sick bro I mean yeah. even after all of I said I uh, like I like DVC yeah like, it was cool like you I was around like you're around mature you're around freaking like real adults yeah who are like going back to school yeah I mean you know, and also, you know, another thing I forgot to mention, like I started me and this guy, he, he started this music industry club at DVC. Okay. He started it and then mm-hmm. he was looking for like a VP. Mm-hmm. And so like I went in, like applied, they voted me in and I won. Mm-hmm. So we kind of co-founded this like music industry club. Awesome. Very small. It ended up being really, really dysfunctional. Uh-huh. But I got my first experiences with performing live uh, okay. because I did these tiny little small performances yeah. because of the club. Mm-hmm. So that was a humongous positive. Yeah, again, we totally, and, dude, and even though it was super dysfunctional, we still got club of the year uh-huh. at DVC. We had like a plaque and I was like, bro, like, me and me and the guy who we who I worked with, we were both like, bro, our club is so dysfunctional. Like, how did we win this award? But I don't know. So anyway, that's like, that's a positive okay. that, uh, that came out of it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So one thing that you also did mention that I kind of want to go into because it pertains a little bit to hopefully the audience that I'll be going to is... You mentioned a little bit about Facebook ads. Mm. So I want to know what is your experience that you've had so far with the Facebook and Instagram ads and how they work and do they work and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So like I want to get more experience with it. My experience so far has just been with with um, with like my music mm-hmm. and and video views. Yeah. So like so like running Facebook ads on music videos. Mm-hmm. So you know, I want to get more experience with like seeing if Facebook ads can convert into some real dollars and okay. getting people to walk through the doors of a business. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. my goal. Yeah. But so like, so, so far I've ran Facebook ads on a few music videos and they worked. They definitely got views. I got more fans from it for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, for 150 bucks, yeah. you know, I ran a campaign. I've done, I've done Instagram video view campaigns, which are which are the only thing that's different. It's on Instagram. It has to be a minute video, mm-hmm. um, and I just took a post that was already there, and I clicked. A lot of people start with they just click promote yeah. on a post, which is the wrong, not the wrong way, but it's really not like that's not the right way to do yeah. it. Okay. And I already knew that, but I was like, you know what, dude? Like, I'll spend thirty bucks and see what this is all about. Like, yeah. let's see if this is even. Yeah. And so I, I've done that. I've done Instagram. I did an Instagram story ad campaign, mm-hmm. which was cool. Where uh, 
so I have the swipe up feature on my account because I've got over ten thousand followers. So mm-hmm. like, which is super clutch in most uh, cases. So flexing a little bit, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I'm gonna talk about why yeah, it's yeah. not that cool, anyways. Okay. So, but but so I did an Instagram story where I had a song and I was playing it in the background and I was like, hey, go check out my new single. Like, and I was super hyped. Mm-hmm. And then I said swipe up. Then I ran ads on that. Turns out, like I looked back and I was like, okay, I did get more plays on that song because I ran what fifteen dollars mm-hmm. on that. Instagram story so that was something cool so I've dabbled um, I've I've honestly learned more than I've actually applied like I know more than like I've actually done okay does that make sense yeah yeah so so yeah I mean does that kind of answer your question yeah yeah, definitely I've ran YouTube ads before just for video views also just to like get more views on a music Mm -hmm. video Um, how do those stack up I mean they work like it's cool Mm -hmm. like to me like okay this is a tough thing with business and ads and all this stuff it's a lot. So a lot of, okay. A lot of people have this stuff backwards. Like a lot of people are like, okay, I need to like, people start thinking about the front end of their business and they think traffic. They're like, let's get traffic before they think about the back end of their business. That's the opposite. That's, that's, that's ass backwards. You got to start building. You have to build the back end of your business first. Mm -hmm. Then you can run traffic. So what I mean by that is like, for me, I don't have anything to sell yet. You know, I'm starting a clothing company with some of my friends, but like, we don't have it yet. Like we're still yeah. working on it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a freaking back end. I'm yeah. just like trying to get plays mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, you can spend tons of money to get plays, but then what, you know what I mean? Then what, yeah. what's yeah. the point of getting, I just don't care about plays on songs. That's again, I've taken a huge step away from music mentally in terms of like, Oh yeah, I want to be an artist and tour the world and all that. And I'm like, honestly, like all these people are super focused on plays that's not important. Like dollars are the metric that's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when it comes to ads and stuff, people are like, let's run ads on this. And it's like, but for what though? Like, where is, like, how are you making yeah. money? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Now, if you have a back end built and you're using some kind of a website or a sales funnel or you have some kind of action you want people to take, then it makes sense. Okay, let's run some ads and see what's happening. Okay. Right? Um, yeah. So like, um, like for example, and that's where I went wrong. Where I was like, I didn't have a back end. I like running ads on music videos because it's cool to see people comment and share. It's like mm-hmm. I'm getting that exposure. Yeah. But th- but it's like okay, but but then what? Like I didn't go anywhere after that because I didn't even have anything. Yeah. So, for example, like e-commerce, like Shopify, drop shipping, like that's something I've like worked with also. Yeah. Just just dabbled with and never went too far with it. Yeah. But so like, so the whole e-commerce world is pretty clear. You have a website, you want people to buy something, a product on your website. Mm -hmm. You also want people to sign up for your email list so that you can send them emails with promotions and discounts and, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So that's like really like, bam, like cut and dry. Like there is your stuff now run. So build your website, find a product, build your website, build your email, um, build your email sequences. Uh Okay. Now you've got all that. Now let's run some ads. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So So now going a little off the topic, I wanted to know what exactly made you like kinda of want to start a podcast? Like where'd you get that inspiration from or like that idea? So I love listening to podcasts. Like I'm uh-huh. a huge podcast fan. Yeah. My favorites are the MF CEO project, Andy Frisella. Okay. To me that's head and shoulders the best podcast I've ever heard. Uh-huh. Number two is gonna be the Ed Milet show. Mm-hmm. Number three is Gary's Gary V. Yeah. And then number four is Bill Simmons podcast. Okay. So like I listen to Ford like all of those pretty regularly. Yeah. So um I think so okay, there's a there's a lot there's a lot of things that made me start it. Like, yeah. Number one, before even that, when I was, you know, I I have friends where we talk. 
Mm-hmm. Like we have long conversations yeah. and good conversations. Mm-hmm. And so I used to always think, man, if we were recording these, yeah. these are this yeah. is audio gold, I would yeah. always say. Like, yeah. this is just so dumb. Like, I feel like people would like it. And mm-hmm. I thought that for years before I ever started. And then mm-hmm. I listened to podcasts. And I was like, oh, these are sick. And I'm like, man, like having like a podcast where I do what I was talking about years ago would be so sick. And yeah. then I listen to more podcasts and then Gary V is so like more content, more content, more content, which I yeah. believe in like religion. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? And then my homie Gabe, this was the last, this was the tipping point. He told me about an app called anchor.fm. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Hey, this is an app where if you upload audio, it'll send it out as a podcast to everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, cool. That was my last piece. And so I already had all the recording set up cause mm-hmm. I rap and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, and then I started bro. And like, the first episode I did was like a podcast description. Okay. I just wanted to talk like for a minute and a half like what this podcast is. Oh. But then the first real episode I did, um, I actually recorded on my phone. I was really? driving. Where was I driving? I was driving to pick up my girlfriend from like Corte Madera or something. Yeah. Okay. I was going to pick her up. And I just had this thought. I'm like talking about taking ownership. So I, I'm like, you know, let's go. So I literally started yeah. put my phone in airplane mode and recorded Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god I had bluetooth headphones on that have a microphone uh-huh. you know what I mean uh, uh, yeah. like not a microphone but like but like headphones where you can talk on the phone yeah, yeah, yeah. I had those on uh-huh. and I had one ear out and then I was like dude just start recording mm-hmm. I was like screaming like I was super passionate yeah. about this taking ownership which is my second episode uh-huh. I don't think it's that long I think it's only 12-13 minutes or something but uh-huh. I did that and I was done and I was like Damn, I'm fired up. And I yeah. uploaded it right there like while I was driving. Like, yeah. So I literally <laughs> uploaded it and I was like, oh my God, like that yeah. was sick. And then I was like, okay, next time sit down and plan it. Yeah. Um, the last piece of this though is I was listening to a podcast. What was I listening to? Yeah, I was listening to, oh, there's another pod. I don't listen to it anymore. It's called Self-Made Man. It's this guy named okay. Mike Dillard. Okay. I love that guy, but I just, his podcasts are a tiny bit too dry for me. Mm-hmm. But they are really good. And I, I need to get back to listening. So this dude, Mike Dillard, is like super wealthy on the internet. Okay. And he like interviews like really, really, really wealthy people and yeah. all, talks really detailed business stuff. Uh-huh. I know I shouldn't have said it sounds dry, but it kind of is sometimes. Yeah. And, yeah I don't even... But like, but he, he had this guy named Dan Locke. Okay. Dan Locke is a YouTube, kind of a YouTube sensation in the business world. Uh-huh. Like a million subscribers. Um, and he has like, I don't even know what his business is. It's probably a digital media agency too. Uh-huh. And so, so they were talking about YouTube and podcasting. Uh-huh. Mike Dillard said, if you, when you start a podcast, if you're, if you're not going to do a podcast a week for at least two to three years, don't even start, don't even start. Mm-hmm. It's a waste of time because yeah. you're not going to pick up any momentum for at least a year. Yeah. I was like, cool. So boom, I set my schedule that for some reason that didn't scare me away. Mm-hmm. That motivated, motivated me more because I'm like, okay, that, that set structure for me. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. do a podcast every week. Yeah. So I did that and now I'm on, what'd you, you said 37, 37. Right? Yeah. I have it on, on here. I was listening. Yeah. 37 weeks in a row. I've gone. Um, actually, I guess it's 36 cause I did the podcast number one. The number mm-hmm. two. Oh, so I guess technically it's 36 in a row, whatever. Uh-huh. 36 weeks in a row. There you go. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's why I wanted to start a podcast. Like, because I love podcasts. I know it's another piece of 
content that I can put out, mm-hmm. it's really, really easy for me to put out a podcast because yeah. I can just talk. Just talk. Like, yeah. dude, you're literally asking me a question. I'm just like just blabbing going, my freaking yeah. mouth. Like, so like I can yeah. talk. And yeah. so I'm like, why not just put out podcasts like that and like yeah. maybe take notes if you're going to go solo. And yeah, man, like I just believe in like content. Like I believe in like if you like are doing any type of business, like Gary Vee said this and I believe in it too. No matter what kind of business you are, you are a media agency and you're an ad agency. Okay. If you're a plumber, if you are an electrician, an electrician, if you're a mechanic, you're a media agency. If you mm-hmm. want more customers, you need to be on social. You yeah. need to make content that's native to social media that is going to gain interest that'll get people through mm-hmm. your doors. Yeah. And so that's something like my homie Max with the barbershop. He has dope videos of like little like behind the scenes videos. They're like kind of like, it's like a highlight reel yeah. of a barbershop. Yeah. And he has cool background music, very professional. That's dope. He yeah. believes in it too. So yeah. like for me, like I'm a rapper, but I'm not a rapper. I'm a media agency. Like mm-hmm. I'm more than that. So yeah. like I need to have podcasts. I do behind the scenes videos of me making beats for YouTube. Um, sometimes I, I film my podcast on my phone, like how we're doing it. Uh-huh. And so I'll put those out sometimes. So I have two pieces of content. So like what made me want to start a podcast was just like wanting to put out more content and like desperately wanting to put out something on a regular basis. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. 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 Like, it definitely feels like you're going about the right way. Mm. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I've you know that I this is what I said a couple of weeks ago on a podcast is I somehow did I even say that to you how like I've you know I've been around the whole like oh I love entrepreneurial stuff and like videos and podcasts and I only just heard about Gary Vee two weeks ago. You did tell me that. Yeah, right? that's I was like that's oh, crap. Like, where have you I been? Us so much. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like yeah, now I'm having to like catch up on all of it, but yeah, now I obviously I'm in that mindset. So like I hundred percent with the believe with like the con like. Like how he says, everything can be used as content. Like it's like, you know, like working smarter, not harder kind of thing. Like just everything at your resource is available for you. So like why not use it kind of thing. I mean, you're smart, bro. We're doing a podcast and we're videoing in the video. It's like you literally have like you're hitting two platforms. I know you're going to cut it up, throw it on Instagram. It's Mm -hmm. just like, yeah. Getting all of it. Yeah. You're going about it the right way as well. Oh, yeah. Thank you, my man. So this is something that I also wanted to bring up um, because... I didn't want to just talk about like you know you're getting into it and everything and like you know getting like getting towards it. I also wanted to talk about like during it and like how it affects you like you know actually doing a podcast. So is there anything that you've seen that kind of like had, like you've gained from doing a podcast other than you know more content and such? But like has it changed you as a person? Do you see yourself differently or like you know like mm-hmm. have you gained anything else from it or? That's a good question. Um, no, I don't think I've changed as a person. I mean, mm-hmm. let me think, man. That's that's um. Like, are you even that little bit more confident or like, do you feel like, you know, like more like anything like, I don't know. I don't, I mean, it did, it it hasn't changed me as a person. I don't think Uh like, I don't know. I didn't make, I I don't think it's changed me as a human. Like it hasn't Uh changed my personality. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you like see new views on things now that you're talking with a bunch of people or? um, I don't know, man. I mean, I didn't have a baby or anything like that. Yeah. You feel me? Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. yeah, I guess. Uh-huh. I don't know. No, to be honest with you, like, I think what it's done is just create more discipline in my life if mm-hmm. I have to really dig deep. Okay. Because now I'm like, okay, I have a piece of content that I for sure have to put out every week. Yeah. Before, I wasn't really doing that with music mm-hmm. um, or anything like that. I was I was putting out songs hella frequently. Yeah. Like a, couple, like a couple per month. But I never had a weekly like do something weekly. Yeah. And so I think like that's just created that kind of discipline. Mm -hmm. Um, It's created discipline. I've realized like when I try and do my podcast last minute, like if I'm like, okay, Monday, do your podcast, like record, edit it and put it out on Monday and promote it. 
I've realized like you can't like I, I need to be doing things ahead of schedule. Yeah, yeah, you know, which I did with the last with my last one with the interview, my thirty seventh episode. Uh huh. I've done with a lot. Like there was a stretch where I literally did. There was one week where I did three podcasts, mm-hmm. and I literally was like solid and I was good. And then after that, I fell off. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't fall off. Like I still was releasing a podcast a week, but like comparatively, it feels yeah, just like, like yeah. yeah, and like honestly, I know like the episodes aren't as good when I have to do them last minute. Yeah. Like if I'm like like if I'm not prepared. Like, I'm just trying, and like, I have to pull something out of my ass yeah. to talk about. Yeah. I, they're not as good. I know they're not as good. They don't feel as good. I don't want to promote them as much, yeah. but I still want to put out something per exactly. week. So, yeah. yeah, I think it just created like a tiny bit more discipline in my like content strategy, if mm-hmm. you want to put it that way. But yeah. I don't think it made me view the world differently. I mean, nah, not yet. I mean, you, well, mm-hmm. talking to people though, like, having like my, like, last week I had my friend Chris, he's a special ed teacher. Yeah. He makes me view the world differently. Yeah. Um, I've had Connor Jean on there, like my homie Connor, like who I was talking about earlier. Like, yeah, he he's made me view. I had I've had Tion on there. I've had Tion mm-hmm. Connor on there. Like, yeah. So I think the like the conversations themselves have made me view the world different. But mm-hmm. dude, I mean, I've been having those convos before I had the microphone yeah. there. So I don't know. I wouldn't say it's made me view. I don't think it's made me view the world different or change. Okay. So it's mainly just like now you're on a schedule of like, there's this thing that you're consistently having to do. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty, I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely got me more attention. I know that for sure. Mm -hmm. Like more people are like, damn, you've got how many weeks in a row? Like for the first 30 weeks, it was just like, whatever. Yeah. But then like I did like 35 and I told one of my friends, Melvin, I'm like, you know, I've had, I'm like, here's my episode. I don't think you've. I've sent this to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done one every week. He he was shocked. He's like, bro, I didn't even know. Like, you had a podcast yeah. every week. And so that, like, the 35th week, it's like, cool. Yeah. Like, now we're, like, getting some traction and yeah, stuff. You so you came up to me and talked to me about podcasts. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't even be here without my podcast. Yeah. Like, and, like, so that, yeah. was, oh, yeah. that mm-hmm. was sick. And I'm glad you came up to me. And, mm-hmm. like, so that was, that's all that's done. I mean, it hasn't yeah. changed my personality. It's just gave okay. me more attention and stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's still awesome. Yeah. So... Now um, we're gonna start to. I'm not. We're not wrapping up yet, but I'm gonna get like kind of like go down the incline kind of thing. For uh, sure. Some easier questions. Okay. Oh, actually, there's a little one that will be a little harder. But first, favorite artists or yeah. Oh, favorite artist, easy. I have him. Kevin Gates is my number one. Okay. Tied with Drake. Uh huh. They're both number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I'm gonna go with Roy Woods. Uh. Mm, yep, yeah, it is. Number four, I'm going with Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. And number five, oh my god, damn! I feel like I need to like look in my phone, but I don't <laughs> want to do it. I want to just say it. Okay. Uh, if you can't figure it out, that's fine. No, no, no come on. Man. Okay. There's so. Many. I mean, I love I Kanye. Love I love Jay Z. I love Kendrick. I love J Cole. Uh, yeah. I'm just You're gonna. I don't know. I don't want to just throw a fifth just, one in there okay. if I don't know. Like, so do those four. Top four. Those yeah. are my top four. Right, awesome. If I think of one, I'll hit. I'll text you. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll like put it in post. Um, so, so a little bit harder. How would you compare your style of music to those favorite artists of yours? Or my like, style or the quality of the sound? Style. The style is, I mean, competitive. I think that the mm-hmm. big thing I'm lacking still is this the sound quality like i'm mm-hmm. mixing and mastering my own music and i'm still learning uh-huh. how to mix and master so that to me is the part where i'm slightly lacking i i know like my my quality is really good but like uh-huh. i know it can be better like my sound yeah. quality isn't the best style wise like style that's like style subjective yeah so like my style is dope i know my style's dope but yeah. not everyone thinks it's dope so yeah. that's cool whatever mm-hmm. it's not my style's not for everyone so mm-hmm. 
competitively, like, yeah, my style is up there with any, I put my style with any artist, mm-hmm. like, you know, but, but that, like I said, like, that's, that's so subjective. I mean, I yeah. can say how I, you know, I don't even, by the way, I don't even think I have the best style. Yeah. yeah. I don't have the best style. I have my style, you mm-hmm. know? Um, Do you, have you like, like going along the way, like you talk about how you used to like take other, like you other like artists beats and then like just use them for your own kind of stuff so is there anything that you think you've learned that like you've drawn like inspiration from certain people like oh i picked like i like this individual thing about this person and then it just kind of naturally like you picked you know little things from other artists mm-hmm. or all four of the artists i named so kevin gates drake roy woods nipsey mm-hmm. um yeah all four of them you know honestly like yeah, all four of them I've drawn something from. Something, yeah. Yeah, like definitely like Kevin Gates. Drake, like Drake to me kind of is my biggest musical inspiration in a way because uh-huh. he really, to me, bridged the gap and blurred the lines between rapping and singing. I think he really blurred those lines uh-huh. and pushed the limits of like what's rapping and what's singing. Like okay. cause now we don't know the difference because yeah. the switch is so quick. Yeah. Sometimes he's clearly singing. Sometimes he's clearly rapping. Sometimes it's different. And then production-wise... He has bridged the gap between rap and pop to me. Mm-hmm. I think he really, you know, so I, I'm like, I admire that. I love what he talks. He made it cool to rap about your feelings and mm-hmm. how you feel about like a significant other. Whereas yeah. before that was soft. Mm-hmm. Now it's like cool to do it. Yeah. Like every artist does it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that Kevin Gates has so much passion in his music. He's been able to fuse rap with auto-tune singing which i think is super cool but he does it in such a like hardcore gangster way and i think uh-huh. that's dope uh roy woods he's signed to ovo so roy woods he's a singer okay and i love roy woods's music i love the vibes of it like it's very like it's sort of like an extreme singing version of like something drake would do uh-huh. and so i love that um roy woods kind of has his own style too and then nipsey nipsey is like, to me, Nipsey Hussle really, like, has inspired me with his hustle and stuff. And he's super – he's independent. Mm-hmm. Or he – I don't know if he still is, but, like, he was for a while. Yeah. And he has his own clothing brand, All Money In. He's got his own – or no, 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 no. The, the, the clothing is the marathon clothing. His label and his group is All Money In, No Money Out. Okay. He's got all that going on. Um, his music is super dope. Like, the rapping, the style, like, the way he raps is, like – a lot of artists are trying to rap faster and sing and he like hasn't succumbed to either one of those things really he doesn't rap that fast he has his own pace his own flow his own style i think it's dope he's hardcore you can hear it in his voice yeah um it's just super easy to listen to him and i'm like yes like this is like not complicated lyrics which i don't like i don't like complex lyrics Uh i don't like intricate wordplay i I think all that's overrated to Mm -hmm. me so i like nipsey for that so anyway i've pulled and honestly bro i gotta throw two shout outs they're not my top five favorite artists but Wale, okay. when I was at DVC, Wale was my favorite artist. Mm-hmm. Wale, his album Ambition changed my life. Mm-hmm. It still has. He wow. to me made it cool to be ambitious, uh-huh. and the whole album like just was like, oh, like this is amazing. Like so, I love mm-hmm. that. He had another al- um, album, and I don't want I don't want to get this confused. He has one called The Gifted, but that's not where right. I get my name. Okay. <laughs> so he has an album called The Gifted. We, we are we were already gifted by choice. Yeah. I was already Lizzie the Gifted before that yeah. album. But he album, stole it from you. Yeah, yeah right. Nah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But like, but it was like, oh, cool. The gifted. Like, I can relate. So like, yeah. all those songs were dope. Anyway, and then Russ. So Russ, yeah. kind of, he's been my biggest inspiration to take action because he fully produces all of his own music. 
all of it, like how I copied that. And mm-hmm. so he did that and he put out a song a week for three years straight and that's like how he blew up. Yeah. So I was like, okay. The fact that he's the only person I've seen that can blow up uh-huh. at that level, uh-huh. which is the highest level of making the beat, mixing and mastering. Mm-hmm. So I pulled from that. Now his musical style it's not, I like his music, but I don't pull musically from him. But just the fact that he did that, I'm like, okay, that is what jump started me to start producing my own music. So yeah. those are like, what is it, four, five, six people that I really like okay. pulled inspiration from. Awesome. Yeah. That's so dope. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yep. Like I said, we'll start to wrap up. I have four questions. I know four sounds like a lot. We'll just keep each of them to Get like it. short. I know. <laughs> Um, Lee, so. don't talk so damn much. I understand. <laughs> I got you. You're I'm good. trying to, because I know you got to go. So no, 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 no we're, we're, we're true. Um, so first one is, really quickly, where do you want to be in 10 years? Yeah, $10 million a year. It's not even mm. close. Owning yeah. like a, hella businesses, my dream house in Laguna Beach, Laguna dream Beach. cars, Maybach, Bentley, Range Rover. Uh, and I want to be doing what exactly what I'm doing now, but there. I mean, you know, I want to be making music, producing music. I want to be doing podcasts, putting out content. All the people who are in my life, I want them there too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's it. I have a vision board at home, and I'll, we could go into that another Damn, time. But, that's so everything that's on there, I want. So, okay, yeah, perfect. Wow, awesome. And then also, um, oh, I just lost it. Um, what is what is something that you think you think you have learned in the music industry that any that like advice that you've learned from the music industry that you think would pertain to anyone in any field? Yeah, I mean, okay, you have to conduct yourself with a lot of professionalism. Mm-hmm. Don't be a douche. Don't be an idiot. I've worked with tons of those kinds of people. Uh-huh. And they think that they have the right to be that way because they're a musician. You don't. Yeah. You're, you don't need to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. So be, prof- humble. be humble. Be professional. Mm-hmm. Work harder than anybody you see. Like, yeah. don't, 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 don't just settle for less. Yeah. I learned that from basketball too. Mm-hmm. Um, work hard. Work hard isn't supposed to. Hard work is not supposed to be easy. Hard work is supposed to be hard. Yeah. It's supposed to hurt. It's supposed to hurt emotionally. It's supposed to hurt mentally. Like I, you know, I spend hours in the studio mm-hmm. up late. I don't do that anymore. I don't stay up late, but like, yeah, like don't like, like the time is neat. The time needs to be put in. Like you need to put the time in. Like I've been doing this for, I've done my 10,000 hours of being an artist. Mm-hmm. Like I put it in yeah. and put, put your 10,000 hours in. I hate the words perfecting my craft. Mm -hmm. I think that phrase is overused, but put the hours in get your 10,000 hours. The Mm -hmm. more you work, the faster you get to that 10,000 hours of mastery. Um, be professional. Don't be a douche. Like be really humble and, and, and give credit to the people who support you. Anything Mm -hmm. that you Mm -hmm. get that's positive. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't take credit for it. Even even if it was you, yeah. don't take credit for it. Mm-hmm. Give the credit back and make it very public that it's. It, and I actually believe that. Like I actually believe like anything that's happened to me. I, yeah, I've put the work in, but I wouldn't have put the work in if people weren't mm-hmm. being emotionally supportive. Yeah. So I wouldn't have done it without them. Okay. Like that's that's the fact. Like, anybody mm-hmm. who's watching this, who supports me, all my fans, anybody who's given me money to go to a show, a hoodie, a CD, anything. Like, I literally wouldn't be going without you. Because if yeah. nobody gave me money, I wouldn't think I could do it. If nobody mm-hmm. listened to my songs, I wouldn't keep going because I didn't think I'd be good. Yeah. But not everyone has that attitude. Yeah. Respond yeah. to all the comments. DM people. Don't be afraid to video chat. I'm, I've been FaceTiming a lot of people lately that I've never met. Really? Yeah, because I connect with artists and they want to. They want help. They want. I'm not saying this isn't an open invite. Uh-huh. Don't yeah. just freaking FaceTime me. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll do it when I'm ready. But yeah. like, yeah, I've been like video chatting on Instagram with people. Wow. I FaceTime. I go live with people. That's awesome. And they ask questions. So like, that's like good. Like even yeah. if you don't have, you don't have to have thirteen thousand followers to do that. You can have a hundred. Yeah. You can have a thousand. Just 
give credit to everybody who supports you because they are the reason. Yeah. They are the freaking reason that you are where you are. Yeah. Like, it's not you. It's them. Trust me. And my whole quote, it's not me. It's we. I Like, that's my soul. I believe in that. So That's awesome. Yeah, you can apply wow. that to anything, I think. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah I, wasn't, I was like, keep it quick. And that was quick. But I was like, holy enough. crap. <laughs> <laughs> Learn way more than I thought. Um, yeah. All right. Last two questions. Quick ones. Favorite movie? Godfather. There you go. Godfather all right. I like that. I like that answer. And number two, who's winning March Madness? I don't know. Zion Williamson, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I don't, honestly, I don't, yeah. bro, I don't have a bracket. Uh-huh. I don't even know all the teams. Like, I don't even focus on it. Like, okay. I think Zion and RJ Barrett. See, I don't even say there Duke. It's not Duke. It's, it's RJ it's Barrett and Zion. Yeah. They're winning it. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, that's where my money's at. All right. Awesome. Yeah. So that is it. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, brother. Awesome. It was hella fun. Awesome. Appreciate you. Last quick thing. Anything you want to plug? Any little any little projects going yeah, on? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd rather just plug a message. Like, honestly, okay. like, so we have this brand. Or I guess I'll plug a brand. <laughs> okay. so we have this brand. It's called Gifted by Choice. This is, like, one of the shirts. We're, like, oh, rebuilding no. it right now. So we're rebuilding it. So Gifted by Choice is all about everybody has a gift, but it's our choice to pursue that gift through hard work and dedication. And so, like, our mission is to inspire people to go after whatever they're passionate about and actually monetize it. Like, not just, like, be poor and go after something. Like, go after it and monetize it. Like, be the greatest you can be. So, I, we don't even have any clothes to plug yet, which I it's whatever. I don't care. You yeah. don't have to pay me. Just, like, go do what I just said. Like, go work as hard as you can. Like, grind your ass off and, like be gifted like stay gifted be gifted like all that wow yeah that's awesome yeah perfect well once again thank you so much for being here again <laughs> don't leave me hanging right, i got perfect. you no i would never i would never i'll see you around everyone peace peace break away the angle stay banging like the 808 main event don't pay to play i do it in a major way break away the angle stay banging like the 808 main event don't pay to play i do it in a major way Waste my time and you gone Can't relax, always on Waste my time and you gone